Hi there, Michael Zuber. Thanks for listening to the One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that the book One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible? Yes, to all my podcast listeners out there, One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible. Go check it out and please leave a five-star review. Have a great day. How we doing today? Tuesday, right? Today's Tuesday? Well, it's Groundhog Day for me. I think today's Tuesday. Anyways, uh, lots of stuff going on. Um, really excited. I can't remember the last time I was actually probably going to tune into some earnings call post after hours. If you watch this channel, you know I do a lot of my reading in the morning. Kind of how I, I spend my quiet time. Uh, but there's going to be a couple of interesting earnings announcements after hours today, which I think I'm going to tune in for. So we'll see what those are all about. Uh, but when I look at what I followed this morning, uh, I think there's more and more realization that we are in for a long slog together. Um, CEOs, there was, an, uh, there was a review of CEOs here recently, and most of them are looking at 36 months to kind of get us back to where we were. Uh, I take a couple of things for that. One is uh, I think 36 months is, is very conservative. I think we can beat that. Good morning. How are you? Uh, but I'm also, I also like that it's 36 months, right? It, it allows for surprises to happen. And the reason I like 36 months and CEOs, you know, doing that is now we can plan for that. We can, we can have that slow growth together. Um, so I'm, I'm encouraged by that. Um, as it kind of says in the title of this video, the most common phrase uh, that I'm hearing, or I should say reading about is, um, I will do that. Uh, what I'm hearing is uh, withdrawing guidance. And I'm curious, I'm curious if that's just a, a Q2 anomaly. Uh, obviously, uh, if you read all the economics information, we are clearly in for a, a huge fall in GDP, somewhere between 25 and 35 percent, I have seen. Uh, and I wonder when we get past that, do companies start talking about the good news, right? Do we, start, do we start on the other side? Or do companies just take this opportunity and say, hey, I'm never giving guidance again. Uh, right out of college, um, when I was doing this, uh, when I was an accountant right out of college, about about 15 days, so of two weeks, right? Two weeks of a 13-week quarter, I was basically tying together with lots of other accountants. I was I was low person on the totem pole, but I could see it coming together the more I did it. Uh, you could see them telling the story of the quarter. Um, uh, Yes, I did hear that new guidance on forbearance. I'm actually going to do a forbearance video later today. Actually, probably after this video, I've had some questions. So uh, it is going to be um, interesting to see if companies just stop talking about future guidance, right? It, it, it. I mean, it's been decades, so I'm sure I don't remember correctly, but I bet you it was 300 hours, 400 hours combined uh, of of just an accounting team kind of going, okay. What does the sales forecast look like? What what what's our expense nature look like? What can we pull forward? What can we right? We managed that number, um, so it, it'll be interesting to see if companies just stop doing that. Right? It's it's it takes work. Oh man, the revisions. Oh my God, we would do it once. Like by day five, we would do it. Then by day eight, executives would say it's terrible and change it. It was it was it was a task, and it came every quarter. 
So I wonder if companies are just going to be like, nope, we're not giving guidance anymore. That saves a lot of busy work, frankly. So it'll be interesting to see if, if guidance is a thing of the past. Uh, Caterpillar, uh, down sales were down 21%. We really, you know, if you think the economy is, you know, 18% below the peak, you should look at Caterpillar. And remember a couple of things. Sure, China was kind of full impact on Q1, but the U.S. was really the last two weeks. And Cat's a kind of, you know, a company that's not going to really see a much of demand fall in two weeks, right? So if you think Cat is in trouble in Q1, man, what is, what is Q2 going to be? Down 70%? 80%? I mean, God damn. Yeah, I just don't get, I just don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. Southwest Airlines came out today with earnings. And again, just, I don't understand why they're flying. I mean, it's, they, if you want to stop burning so much cash, ground the airplanes. Their revenue is down 95%. There is not a single flight flying, I am sure, that is break even. Sit them down. I mean, I don't understand why any airlines are flying at 95% reduction in occupancy. It is, you know, really the only flights that should be flying are chartered or, or emergency cargo. Or you know, it's a, You're in business to make money. You're not in business to, you know, light $10,000 on fire every flight or whatever it is. God, that's crazy. Uh, then 3M came out with earnings announcement. 3M is an interesting study. Um, Myself included, I would have thought 3M was crushing it. They did beat guidance and all of that. But what they really highlighted in their call is there's, there's a couple of sides to 3M, right? Sure, the PPE, uh, masks, all of that stuff, crushing it, the surge capacity, all this stuff is, is cranking. But they have pretty big pieces of their business that are dependent on car manufacturing and other business that are sucking wind. So they took the opportunity to suspend guidance but also, also cut CapEx expending, right? When big companies like 3M start cutting CapEx, that's a red flag, right? That is, ooh, the future isn't so bright, right? As an accountant, right, CapEx is something that you can take down. You can, you can you know, spread the expense over multiple quarters. You can take it all up front in some cases, um, you can do the kitchen sink quarter, which I think is coming in Q2, where you just clean the balance sheet of all the junk. Um, man, it, it, it's going to be messy. So I was shocked that um, 3M suspended guidance. But here's the deal. 3M said in April, the first three weeks of April, um, business was down in the teens. So let's call it 15%, 16%. They just said teens. That's... That's a precipitous drop, and we all need to pay attention to this. I just, I don't see the connection from Wall Street to Main Street, and it, uh, it bothers me. Uh, some numbers came out right before I started this recording. Uh, GM, yeah, no kidding. Uh, it is interesting to see consumer confidence fall. Richmond Fed negative uh, fifty three. Just again, the any economics numbers that come out for April are going to be record breakers uh, to the negative to the downside. Uh, we just should be expecting that. I uh, did see an article, again, talking about the future and how we're going to get through this. Uh, they were basically saying, get ready for the federal government to spend trillions more dollars. Uh, I don't think that's uh, out of the realm of possibilities. And in fact, my hope is we focus still. I think we're, I don't think we're halfway through this, but we're getting close to halfway. 
we still need to worry about testing and PPE and contact tracing and all of that stuff. So we build consumer confidence up even fragilely. Uh, and then it's got to be about infrastructure, infrastructure, infrastructure. We got to get people back to work. We got to do an, another great deal or, or new deal or whatever you want to call it uh, as we come out of this because we are going to have um, uncomfortable levels of unemployment, and you know we're going to have to get we're going to have to get the country back to work work in many different places. So uh, a trillion or two or four or whatever it happens to be trillion dollar uh, infrastructure bill that's a decade long, you know, would be would be pretty phenomenal. So uh, pretty interesting. Uh, I, it is interesting. I did check on purpose this morning the FANG stocks, right? Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, and Google slash Alphabet. And um, they're kind of weak this morning, right? The NASDAQ's a little down. These, you know, there's only five companies that make up the S&P 500. And it is going to be interesting to see because uh, we have some earnings announcement after the hours, which again, I will tune into. Uh, but we... You know, I don't know what this is. Kind of sell the rumor, buy the news. Uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting. I uh, did have a hedge fund guy I read about, Kyle Bass. Uh, I think he's clearly talking his book. Um, but he's basically saying, surprised by the market bounce. Um, he, he's talking about the disconnect between Wall Street and Main Street. Uh, and he's I think he's clearly short. He did talk about it, but I bet he is really, really short. Uh, so we will see what happens there. But I mean, if you got to look at the risk reward ratio, do you want to be long or short today? I, I don't know. So that'll be interesting. Uh, did you, we're hearing more and more about companies that got this PPP loan. Uh, I don't know if you heard this one. This one, this one actually shocked me. The LA Lakers. LA Lakers. Um, they have since returned it, but the fact that they got um, a small business loan, I, I checked it out. They're worth four billion dollars. But they got a. They applied for and got uh, a business loan. I'm, I'm happy to hear that the Lakers returned that. But that did shock me. Uh, Treasury Mnuchin is clearly upset with all these large companies taking money uh, from the PPP program. So he has now instituted a fact that every company um, that received two million dollars or more is going to get a full audit. So expect more embarrassing headlines like the Lakers, like. Uh, Ruth Chris, like all of that. So, um, yep, two million. It's it, it, that is a that is a good thing for all of us, uh, in my opinion. And two million is fine. I mean, what you had to pick a number because you can't you, just given the size, you can't look at all of them. Uh, so two million made sense. Uh, I don't know if you saw this one. This one probably goes nowhere, uh, but it is a sign of the future, and you, Amazon needs to be ready. Uh, there's a Republican senator named Josh Holly. H-A-W-L-Y, no idea how to say that. Um, he has asked uh, the Department of Justice, DOJ, to open an investigation into Amazon. Amazon is going to be a target of the Department of Justice sometime in the next decade. No question. Amazon will be broken up sometime in the next decade. I don't think there's any question in that. And this is I'm sure they've been looked at before, but basically the senator is saying, hey, you, Amazon is unfairly taking third-party data and using it to build or price their Amazon goods. Sounds like logic to me. I hope he has proof. Uh, but that would be that would be non-good. Non so uh, I, think, I think this is just the sign. If, if people are taking shots at Amazon in this kind of crazy environment... Um, 
it is going to be a sign of what's to come. I mean, if if you're old enough to remember when Microsoft became a target of the DOJ, they fended off suit after suit after suit until it eventually stuff happened, right? So uh, Amazon, get ready. You better double, triple up the lawyers because um, the Department of Justice, uh, it's going to become knocking. I'm guessing after this because right now Amazon is a savior for sure. Uh, but boy... I bet you Amazon is uh, Amazon is not what we know it is today in ten years. Uh, it'll be uh, it'll be pieces, as I'm guessing. Uh, and then you got to talk about Q2, right? More and more people are coming out and talking about record low GDP. Um, you know, people are talking about thirty uh, percent. And then the last the last number I got for you today made me laugh. Made me laugh out loud. Case Schiller, can you talk about a more useless number today? Case Shiller, which is something I track, which again, this is a real estate channel, so we should all ta- uh, all look at it, but it reported its February, February number on houses, uh, and you would like to know that prices were up 4.2% in February. You know, it's, it's always a lagging number. It's not new. This is not a surprise. It's just what happens, uh, but we aren't going to really know what's going on in housing until we start talking about April and May numbers. February is useless. Frankly, March is useless. April, pretty much useless because, again, those contracts were signed earlier. So we've really got to see May numbers before we see the impact of all this. So in the end, in an interesting day, uh, the disconnect from Wall Street to Main Street is still there. Uh, we have companies reporting horrible numbers and not. I don't think we're really looking forward like Caterpillar. That's a, that's a wake, wake you up number, right? Down 21% in Q1 when most of the world, ex-China, wasn't even impacted by this thing yet. Oh, wow. Watch out. Uh, don't know why airplanes are flying. You know, 95% revenue drop. Why, why, why let any planes fly? Um, just crazy. So at the end, that's what I got for you today. I'm going to do a couple of videos today. I'm going to do one on forbearance that seems to be changing all the time. I'm getting some questions. I'm going to talk about Class A and Class C um, units today because there seems to be a lot of debate on that as well. I just want to kind of put it out there and get your feedback. Let me know if I should be looking at anything else. And of course, everybody have a wonderful, wonderful day. Take care of yourself. Bye.